the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Okay, hey, Central Florida and Blue Darter fans, Joe Ferraro here sitting in for Roger Franklin Williams for this special edition of Blue Darter Sports Central. As usual, we're broadcasting live from the campus of Apopka High School. We're in the cafeteria. This is the place where all the Blue Darters fill up with that energy they're going to need throughout the academic hurdles as well as maintaining the stamina for the hard training it takes to be a Blue Darter. And I, hope with, I hope they're getting all that while they're in here. You know what? I think they are because <laughs> okay. you know, the child looks good. Yeah, they're eating it. At anyway. least from what I can see. Right. And as always with me, Mr. Fred Priest, the athletic director for Apopka High School and the executive producer for this program. Fred, what do you got on tap? Hey, we're going uh, to start off with Don Kerry. Don's in a classroom, but he's on his way down here. Uh, we're going to talk about boys golf team. They've got. Uh, we're going to get an update on them. They've, their season's been a little bit uh, rougher than they've had in the last few years. They've got some, you know, they've got some new blood. They graduated a lot of guys, and and so they're, uh, you know, they're trying to build it back up to where they were, which is very difficult, as we've talked about right. before, uh, in our district with some of the really good teams that we have. So uh, Don's just showing up now, so we'll, we will talk to him then. Uh, you and I will cover the second session. I'm sure there's something we can talk about. We, we, we'll make it up. Yeah, we'll make something up. And then uh, <laughs> Doug Matthews will come on talk about girls golf. They're just coming off the Metro tournament. The guys are going to be going into it. We'll let Don talk about that a little bit more. And then, uh, of course, we'll finish up with Coach Darlington talk about that university game last week and then the Big West Orange game uh, coming up tonight. Yeah, it's a pretty big game. And you can listen to all the action right here, 7 p.m., Download our mobile app. You can take us anywhere on the planet and listen to Blue Darter Sports wherever you are. Absolutely. That's kind of cool, right? That is I mean, very you cool. You can be overseas and, and listen to them, and technology is a wonderful thing sometimes. Yeah, it is. Coach Curry, <laughs> hey, thanks for being you? here, man. Thank you for having me. Looking good. Thank you. <laughs> Coach, so um, I, I know the girls are coming off Metro. I think yours is coming up this week. Let's yeah. talk about that a little bit. Talk about your team a little bit. I already mentioned a little bit that uh, the season – you know, we always hope our seasons go great, but, uh, you know, a lot of times there's a lot of variables that go into that. And, yep. and uh, I, I know we lost some really good players last year that, that spent three and four years getting ready for that team to be yep. what they were in, uh, uh, in a district that is one of the toughest in the state. Yep. Uh, so, but talk about how we're doing right now in, in terms of our relative terms of who we've got and where they're yeah. at in their progress. We, uh, right now, we're, we're, our record's not very good. We've only won five matches. We've, we play a lot of try matches between three schools, but um, we've won five. I think we've lost ten, and we had a tie. Uh, so it's probably one of our worst years we've had since I've been here. But we're also more green. We've only got one player right now that's really 
really competitive that can go out there any given day. Yesterday we played against Lyman at um, uh, Castleberry, and he shot par yesterday, which is great. He's done. He's he's been around par a lot this year, but he's also had a couple of blowouts. But his name's Lucas Kaplan. He's our senior, one of our captains, and he. Uh, so yesterday played well, but then I had finally yesterday two guys get to five over par, which is their best of the of the year. Um, so we're kind of rounding into form a little bit, but uh, we're very very young, and uh, I've got three seniors. I've got 12 guys on the team, so that means I got nine other kids that are brand new. And and um, but the good part is that we're learning, as Coach said, trying to get those kids ready for what will be down the road. We'll have another run. I don't just plug new kids in like some programs around here, and um, we got to get them. We got to teach them the way we do stuff, and then get them to fall in love with the game and want to go get instruction on their own. That's really the key for us. And so right now, I think I got about three kids that I think are gonna be those kids that are already looking into lessons and looking into you know some junior events and stuff like that and uh that's where we're going to get it going we're talking about a possibility of a summer camp this summer maybe um try to build the program up a little more and um you know go from there but um you know but the biggest thing we've been focusing on this year since we haven't been playing great golf we've been focusing on how to be how to how to use the game to kind of make ourselves better as people when you struggle and you have adversity what do you learn from that that can help you as a man and um, I try to make those lessons very clear to how your, you know, your body language, how your your self talk is very important. It's a very complex um, uh, mental game. Uh, golf is, and we've been trying to harness that aspect of it. So if that's what they get out of this year, we don't get to go to regionals, whatever. I think I will have done my job helping them get that and apply those lessons to their broader lives, which I think is really golf's a beautiful metaphor for life. Anytime you play it, so. That's how I look at it. I think that's a great point that you make there because, you know, we all know that when when adversity hits a person, that's when you really find out, you know, what's, what they're made of, that you find out what their belief system is. Your true uh, character yeah, comes out. your true out. character yep. comes out. Uh, so when you're throwing that club 40 yards down the, you know, the fairway past your ball that you just tried to hit, you know. Yeah, we had that situation a couple weeks ago in a match. One of my seniors um, was playing really horribly and, and uh, had some adversity and took his putter and pitched it into a pond. And that's a disqualification. So we, I heard it from another player, and they didn't want to disqualify him, but... I did because that's the rule. The rule. So yeah. we chatted about it, and it wasn't done. It wasn't thrown in anger. It was just one of those things. He he was blaming the instrument, you know, blaming the <laughs> He's the blaming arrow. the arrow right? instead of the Indian. <laughs> it's the Indian that's the fault. <laughs> and so we had a good conversation, but it was a teachable moment, and it ended up with what other kids thought was a suspension, but it wasn't. It was a mutual discussion that came out with the the, the end of it was that you're going to take a week, you're going to get your head right, you're going to practice, and that's what we did. And I gave another kid an opportunity to play. I taught this kid, and he came back refreshed. He's played better. Uh, played great yesterday, but he's having fun again, and that's what I think he learned in that week was, look, we're not, you know, I, I jokingly referred to one of our earlier matches as a, the, the Batan death march because <laughs> they looked like they were going not so in execution, <laughs> they're slugging those clubs around, and you know. And I told them, "You're playing free golf. It's a beautiful day, yeah, right? You're out at Bay Hill early in the season. Wow. How can you be this there's, angry? Yeah, there's no, they're playing Bay Hill. Bay Hill. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> golf is one of those sports. It really is. Where, you know, there's there's nothing in the world that you do that is any more enjoyable, really, as far as if you do it right with the right Especially attitude. Especially if you win money. Well, yeah, if you no, win absolutely. But, but, <laughs> I don't but, know what that's like. But so. at the end of the day, here's the worst thing about it, if you get your head right, is that you're out on a, you're out on a piece of ground. Beautiful, beautiful sunshine. 
and you're out. You could be working. You, I mean, there's a zillion other things you could do that are not near as, as great to do. Good point. As being out there just chasing Absolutely. a little white ball around. Coach, did he ever get his club back? Did he go fishing for it? <laughs> no, he, he, it was a little he too far. That in the arrow. Yeah, exactly. He <laughs> lost that arrow. So, but he got another one, and he gone. likes it better. And now, now all of a sudden, he's putting better. But it but had nothing to do. Your metaphor thing is also something yeah. that I thought was really great because it's true that it's going to bring out your character and it's going to give you a chance to actually actually practice it. You know, there's a lot of sports where, you know, you make a mistake and, and you, you do something stupid and you get suspended or you get a 15-yard penalty or whatever it is in that sport. But golf is one where if you're going to get better, you got to get better at that. And you're going to yeah. get the next, you're going to get a chance real soon because you're getting ready to hit another ball. Absolutely. You know? And the biggest problem is teaching them how to, and I can't, I try to teach this, but you get whether it's good or bad, a birdie putt, an eagle putt, or a shank in the lake, you got till the next shot to figure it out. And right. then you get so you can't ever get too high or too low. It's the equivalent of a football team. You win a big game like at West Orange tonight when we pound West Orange, and then you got the weekend <laughs> to enjoy it. And then Monday you got to start getting ready for Olympia and a homecoming but game. But you get I mean, to Monday, but out in golf yeah. you're fixing to do that absolutely. again in another twenty. Your seconds. Your Monday is the next twenty seconds. You got from tee to the next tee box exactly. or green to the tee box to get it done. Yeah. And these kids they'll hang their head and they you know. And we talk about you know the the, the importance. I do this little drill with them that I learned from a, a, a psychiatrist. If you, you can do it at home, you have the kid, you have somebody hold their arms out to the side and push their arms down as hard as you can, and have them block you, and it'll be hard to do, right? But then you have them put their arms down, you know, at their side and not raise them, and then you fill them. You have them repeat a bunch of negative stuff. I'm terrible. I'm stupid. I can't do this. I can't do it. You have them put their arms to their side, out to the side again. You push down this time and fold them like a tent. I don't care how strong they are, their arms are going straight down to their side. Then you have them put their arms down again and fill their head with positive stuff. I'm awesome, I'm great, I'm tremendous. Put their arms back out, push down, and you can't budge them. And it's a simple exercise to illustrate that whatever you tell yourself is what you believe. And your brain knows the connotation of negative words just as it does the positive ones. So if you fill fill your head with the crud and say, I'm terrible at this, I stink, I can't play, well, you're going to get results that are going to be in line with that. If you tell yourself, though, hey, you know what, I can do this it's just i'm struggling with it today and i'm going to give myself the chance on the next shot you're going to get a different outcome and getting it through a, a ninth 10th 11th graders head even a senior is very difficult because they're living and dying with every stroke right you know, they want to please me and make sure that i'm happy right. they you know they want to please their parents they want to go in the paper they want to beat this school whatever and you know sometimes it happens and sometimes it doesn't the power of life and death is in the tongue yeah. yes oh, you yeah. got it it is, and in, 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 in a personal level, the tongue and what it does to your own brain, your own psyche. Sure and does. If they can learn that lesson, that a kid may not learn that lesson until five years down the road, and hopefully they look back and say, hey, man, I remember you know, Coach Carey said that. And then, at, at, or at a time when they've got their first child, or they're getting married, or they're going through the, the dire straits that life is going to bring their way, uh, when that starts to happen, then, you know, I, if they can just remember me, they don't have to contact me, but remember me, then I will feel that I've done my job and the time that I was given here and at this a, great what school. You're is it's a perspective thing. Uh, sure is. You know, it's not life and death. No. Nope. Uh, it's a game uh, and, and having that perspective. And then you can enjoy it. And, and like you're talking about, when you start enjoying doing what you're doing, yeah. you're going to be better at it. I don't even Always. Know what, it doesn't even care what it is. You're just going to be better at it. And you have that spring in your step. And you can even watch pro golfers that when they're doing well and they're on a roll, they have that. So you can see they have that bounce in their step as they leave the green and go to the tee box. And they got you that got bounce in their yeah. step. And, and the thing yeah. with pro golfers is they have days where they grind to a, a 71, right. one under par. 
great. It's a good round for me, great round for me. For them, that's just another day at the office. And then they're getting ready to come out tomorrow and maybe shoot 73 and have some adversity to come out and get their head right on Saturday and shoot 65 and then put the tournament away with a, you know, with a 67 on, on Sunday. But that 71 and 73, that's a day at the office when it's not fun to be at work. But you got to be at work and get it done to set up for later on. Have right. that perspective. And, you know, and, and you know, this week I think has taught us, you know, Arnie died, God bless him. Um, you know, and Jose Fernandez, the baseball player. I mean, you learn and you look at a kid like that and, yeah, terrible that he's gone. But look at how the kid lived. I mean, right. he came from Cuba, you know, pitched a tremendous pitcher, was going to be a Hall of Famer, no question about it. He's gone too soon, but look how the guy played the game. Smile on his face. Played it, was always in his teammate's face, trying to get that team to play at their highest level. If you're doing that, even when you're struggling, you're a heck of a teammate. And that's all anybody can really ask for. And, you know, that's why I think it's so important to understand that it's metaphorical and it applies to so much more than just the game that you're playing at the moment. Yeah, and just to get back to the to what, you know, us specifically, though, uh, what you said there, you, you know, you had a kid shoot par, you had a ki- couple kids that were five yep. over, so uh, it's building to that, you know, uh, what my, most people might not know is we have to count five scores. Five scores. Well, so, count four out of six. Right. And then next week when we go to Metro, which is on Wednesday at West Orange Country Club, it's five to count four. And then the following Monday is district at Tuscaloosa, and it's five to count four there too. Now, for us to move on, we got to come in. Metro's just local, so that's not a big deal. Um, it is good for, for bragging rights. We came in second last year. This year, it's going to be hard to. It's going to be tough, but we're going to give it. We'll give it. Give it heck. Um, and then on Monday at district, you got to come in the top three to make it to the region. Then come in top two in order to get on from there. So right now, we're still trying. Our goal was to get to the region again. It's still there because you find lightning in a bottle for two days. That's really what it is. Absolutely. It's a two-day tournament at this point, the Metro and District. Um, and then if we can't do that, failing that, then we try to get Lucas or one of our other guys on. But Lucas is probably the guy that's rounded into form. He's played through a lot of adversity this year from his brain. He's conquering it now. We can get him through and move him on to the regional. And then you go to the regional, you mess around, you shoot a 73, and you might be putting yourself into line for a state, the first trip that we've ever had to a state championship. So uh, maybe not as a team, but maybe an individual, maybe we can make it happen. So that's what we're shooting for. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't uh, doesn't sound like we're all that far away, even though that what makes it far away, Joe, is that we play in such a tough district. I mean, there are – I mean – you come out of our district and go to regional, you you have a really good chance of getting out of regional and going to state with your team. Uh, that's how good they, yep. that we are. So, so But we got the guys in the right place. If they want to go out and desire it and will it, we'll be right where we need to be. We just need to coach them up, and that's what I'm trying to do right now. I can see that happening because they're blue darters. That's it. That's, it. that's a big part of it, too. They're blue darters. Coach Curry, thank you so much for uh, coming on Blue Darters Sports Central. Thanks for having Always me. an honor and a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much. We're going to be back with more on Blue Darter Sports Central live from Apopka High School. We'll be back after these words. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central live from the campus of Apopka High School. We're in the cafeteria. All the kids are getting up to head back to class. It's uh, the second or third wave. Second lunch just got done. Second lunch, yep. Second lunch just got done. They're going to head back to class. We just heard from Coach Don Carey of the Apopka High School Boys Golf. They're going to have a very good season in spite of the ad- adversity they're facing. Yeah, you know, again, young team, like you said. and But, you know, it sounded to me... It was, a lot of green. Yeah, and when you've got three players now that are shooting close to par, you're, you're, you're getting close. Right. The problem is, you got in our district, you got to have four. You can't just have... Um, you just can't have three because the fourth one will kill you. 
you know, when it gets down to the, you know, the scoring of it all. So, and like you said, we have a tough district when you're going oh, yeah. up against, you know, uh, Doctor Phillips and all. Right. And you know, that's all these kids do. Right. Lake Mary's golf. been really. Lake Mary won the state championship two years ago. I mean, so uh, you know, I know he's a little disappointed because he's done a really a great job. And when he talks about, you know, the way we have to do it is we have to, you know, influence our kids and and get them out there to, you know, to want to play during the summer and want to go get lessons and want to, you know, we're talking about kids who are now freshmen, sophomore, right. in high school and trying to motivate them to do that. And the people that he's competing against have been doing that since they were eight, nine, ten years old. That, that, you know, they come into high school already accomplished players. I mean, a lot of times their coaches are just getting them, making sure they get to the match. You know, they're not messing with them because they have their own coaches. Right. So uh, right now in our culture here at this school, we don't have a lot of those kinds of kids that uh, have been playing golf their whole lives. So a lot of these kids have dabbled in it, obviously, uh, and, and done some things, but not to the, ex- the extent of the teams that we're playing against. So, and some of them are now just dabbling in it. Right. And so Coach Carey, I think over the last three four years, has done a remarkable job of educating himself first to be even better and then educating his, his players and, and motivating them to, to want to do that and and he's had a, he's really had a great deal of success doing that. And maybe the record doesn't show it this year, but uh, that success is continuing. And and in relative terms, his players are are playing really well. He has so. to set the spark. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's going to ignite these kids yeah. to really love the game. Right. And I don't know that. Uh, I'm not saying that the other coaches have it easier. I'm, it's just different. Uh, they don't have to really set a spark uh, to get kids to want to play and want to yeah, be better and want to practice. They're yeah. coming with that. Their, their things may be different, more mental side of the game, that kind of thing, and they have other issues. But uh, but Coach Carries is a little bit more, uh, really just to use the term, fundamental. Right. Uh, they, they have to learn those things and then also deal with other things as they come along, like he had to do a year ago as, as we got better and, uh, you know, mentally we got tougher and uh, we were able to, you know, go, you know, get second in our Metro League. and Yeah, last you know, year was a great yeah, season. So, you know, I, I think he's doing a great job. And uh, like you said, he's uh, his kids are doing it the Apopka way. We just sit and grind, and, and sometimes you grind it out and, you know, uh, do the right thing, and, and hopefully things will work out for you. So. A lot of great things still happening in and around campus. Absolutely. We've got big, huge, huge game tonight. But I, w- I want to jump ahead to homecoming because okay. – I've read that the the band is looking for alum. Yeah, they're going to do an alumni band, I guess. Yeah, I didn't read all of that, but yeah. I know uh, Mr. Lankford was looking for some stuff for the, for the alumni people to wear, and yeah, that's going to be fun. So if if you happen to ever been a member of the band here at Apopka High School, listen, uh, give um, Mr. Lankford a call. Absolutely. Or Call Fred Priest. Well, don't call me. I don't know anything about it. Uh, <laughs> I know we're going to do it, but calling me probably won't help you. I'll probably have to tell you to call <laughs> Mr. Lane. Okay, yeah, give, give him a shout, and, and yeah. then you could um, play next week at homecoming. And, you know, I've heard the past three, four years, the bands were fabulous. Absolutely. So I know these guys are and gals yeah. are accomplished musicians now. I think a lot. I think some of the young kids, people will come back, but it would be fun to see some of the you know those from 1960, 65, 70. Those that group come and and uh, be a part of that. I know that's Mr. Lank would, would love to see that. And and we play Olympia that night uh, for homecoming. Uh, 
you know, we're you know hoping the weather. You know, there's a hurricane out there around Jamaica right now. We're just hoping that takes a little it bit will. more of it's, a turn. It's not coming here, and it's so right uh, that will help us. And uh, it'll be a great time. I know. I know we have the we have the class of. 1996. That's going to be our class of honor. They're going to be the class oh, that will nice. be sitting in the end zone where we usually have a class sit, and we kind of do that first come first serve. And they're, you know, they're having their 20th reunion, so uh, th- that class will be there. I know the class of 2006 will be here. Uh, they've got some function going on. We'll have a place for them in the stands that we'll rope off, and uh, so. Uh, that that will be fun for them and uh, to see those two classes there, and I'm sure some others are probably having maybe a uh, little bit less uh, organized kind of thing going on. But it's always fun at homecoming. We usually have a pretty good crowd, and uh, so we're excited about that. Reunions out the wazoo. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, we always did ours in the summertime, but uh, and that was good for me because I was away from home. But to do it, you know, at homecoming, because kind of what it's for, to have those folks come back and, it's enjoy, very special time. Enjoy our football team, and and, uh, and I know one year I, I actually gave a tour of the campus because the group that came back, uh, this you know they were at the old school that was on this property, and and so this was all new to them. So we did that one year, but um, so it's kind of it's fun, it's fun to meet those that are coming back and still proud of their school, and and uh, and hopefully we're giving them something to be proud about. I think so. So, um, I, the next session, but we can. He's here right now. We can maybe because we're him looking a at bit. him. Yeah, we're looking right at him. It's kind of awkward not talking to <laughs> I him. I know, right? Doug Matthews is uh, pre- pre- predominantly known as our soccer coach here, and he's also one of my assistants. But he also helps with our girls' uh, golf program, and uh, we're we're getting ready to go to. Um, we're coming off a of metro actually with the girls. The boys are going to play metro next week, but uh, I think uh, we'll let Doug talk about it, but. Um, we, you know, I, th- I thought we had a pretty good performance at Metro, and uh, our girls' program since I've been here is uh, <laughs> literally grown in leaps and bounds from the one girl I think we had playing golf at the time. So, uh, anyway, Doug, um, I think we only have a few minutes left in this session, but then we can we can carry over to the next. But um, let's talk about let's talk about Metro's uh, before we end this session that you just got done with and and. Uh, how you felt like the girls did there um, in their finish there? Well, uh, there's no doubt because you and I have talked and um, not knowing uh, the way the season was going with a lot of the rains and not getting matches in or practices in, very young group, but uh, they, they surprised us. Uh, every girl went out uh, and had you know their best games. Our, our two top ones uh, shot well. You know They can actually shoot better, but in the end we finished fourth and um, you know, you go, wow, you know, fourth, that's, you know, you're still behind one, two, and three. But for this young group, this was kind of a, a nice achievement. And, again, some of the younger players had their best scores, and they had to play 18 holes. So, Which was, is different. What yeah. folks need to know is we usually play nine, right? Correct, uh, yeah. And uh, when you are walking – Walking eighteen, and you're used to just playing nine. That's a that's a that's a big deal. And yeah, you don't yeah. have a beverage card following. You. Yeah, right. No, and, and actually, well, Coach Matthews yeah. was the beverage yeah. card. But the yeah. other, the other thing to that was we were wondering if the girls were going to be able to get a break. You know, to, uh, you know, hurry, uh, eat some lunch. But it didn't work out that way. So a lot of them were pretty tired at the end of the eighteen. But then they were able to sit back and enjoy food and their companionship with our team players and also some of the other players they knew from the other uh, schools. Well, it sounds like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. 
Well, it is a, you know they um, get the day away from school and but uh, and they're playing golf, which is their chosen sport. And um, over at Zellwood, no, uh, actually for the Metro was over at Forest Lake, who um, invited I guess uh, the the teams that play there. Uh, Olympia was the host, and uh, Kim Childs over there. Uh, she did a great job of setting it up, and actually, we were done sooner than we've ever been in, in any of the metros I've been dealing with over the years. We were actually done right around two fifteen, uh, and it was just because of the smooth play. Yeah, it was good. I, I got I got a chance to go out there and, and watch a little bit. Um, uh, just uh, just because of what Joe just said a minute ago, uh, speak a little bit about our home course. It's changed. Uh, from Zellwood, uh, and we've changed it. So yeah. talk about that a little well, bit. Well, um, you know, Coach Kerry, the boys' coach, we were uh, really lucky to um, – he went ahead and, and was able to arrange the fact that we are using a popka golf and tennis at Arrow, which is the formal, form, former Arrow St- uh, State's golf course country club. And they've been uh, very generous in letting us practice out there and having matches out there. So we want to, you know, definitely say thank you to them. Uh, the course is in good shape. Um, you know, I guess there's new ownership for the last two years, and they've done a great job of getting the course uh, really improved from considering about five or six years ago. So we're happy to be out there close to the school. Is it easier to play than Zellwood? Uh, no, not really. It's just, you know, um, again, you know, just a matter of taste, I guess. But, um, um, you know, you would think that one course over another might be harder. You know, Zellwood always had his challenge with his, you know, especially that famous train wreck, but Arrow has its tough holes too. So, uh, again, you know, so far, you know, we've, when we've been in the matches out there. We've only uh, played nine holes, but and we don't host the tournament. So, uh, you know, we haven't played a full 18 out there. Uh, again, we're trying to get practices in and battling our weather uh, this time of year. So um, it's been interesting and great group of young ladies. Um, you know, they're young. There's one senior, one junior. And then um, the four, uh, three sophomores and one freshman. So a young team, and, they, and like I said, they've had their struggles at the beginning of the year. But they're six and four, which is one of their best records in, in many years. Um, and we're hoping for the ones that are returning to prove. And then there's rumors that there's a couple of young ones coming in for next year. So the future may look good. Well, coach, tell us about who, just who they are. Let's talk about your maybe your your. Let's start with your number one player who, who might be your number one. I think it's pretty close. Uh, but tell us who they are so the folks out there know. Sure. Um, of course, our senior, Joan uh, Chang, um, she's uh, qualified for uh, re- region every year, um, starting as her freshman year. Um, we're hoping that she'll continue that streak by going uh, this fourth year to advance on into regions. Um, but we'll lose her. She uh, right now has had an offer from Bethune-Cookman to scholarship and also to play golf there. So she's excited. I'm, I'm sure she may have other offers come in. Um, we have a junior that's actually homeschool, Hannah uh, Big. Um, actually stepped out there. Her dad's a really good golfer, and uh, he's been helping her quite a bit because she stepped out there this year and never really had played golf. And she actually you know, did qualify because we could only take five on uh, Wednesday. And she had her best day, you know, and so we're proud of her. And then the, the sophomores are uh, Georgia Survey. Uh, she um, it was our number three, and she actually came in with her best scores of the season, um, both uh, for uh, the front and the back, uh, 51 and a 52. So we were proud of her. Uh, and then our fourth is uh, Kendra Collar, who is a sophomore, and she went out and had her best day. Uh, actually almost really came in right there with Georgia, um, you know, had a few holes there at the end. I got her, but she still came in uh, with a great score for her. And uh, 
again, we have another um, golfer, Britt Trammell, who um, when we have to qualify, she didn't you know, make the uh, top five for this particular match. You'll have a chance to try to go to districts. And, again, she's a sophomore. But our number two is a freshman. And... Uh, challenging Jawan. Actually, um, she's done a great job. There, there's times when she's actually come in with a lower score than Jawan. So it looks like she might be headed to be our number one um, going into district or for next year's play. You and know? the fact that she's a freshman is even better because you know you're going to have her for at least a few years. Exactly. And um, you can see she plays in some uh, of the junior golf that's in the area, you know, basically like a club. And you can see that she's been around the course quite a bit. So we're hoping that, you know, that she'll be in the future our number one, and uh, we'll actually start shooting down around the 36, 37 mark. You know, she's had a low of 42 this year, and again, I, th- I blame a little bit on this weather on getting practices in, or else I think her and Jawan both would be shooting down below the 40s. Okay, and that's you know, as you know, every day the weather rolls in in the afternoon, and sure you does. Know, kids got to go to school; they can't go out and golf in the morning like you know some of the older people can do, and 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 this time of year so it makes it really rough for for any of our sports actually at this time of year after school to get in practices and that kind of thing but you know golf is kind of one of those that makes it tough okay, we're up against our next yep. break we're going to come back with more of doug matthews girls golf coach here at apopka high school right after these words thank you I saw one of the guys. You're listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central. We'll be back after this. Welcome back to Blue Daughter Sports Central. We're just having a little too much fun here on the campus of Apopka High School in the cafeteria. And with me, executive producer and athletic director, when he's not doing anything else, Fred Priest. (laughs) Thanks. Um, We were talking with Doug Matthews about golf. And And we still um, are. And we still are. Earlier, we had Don uh, Don Carey on a, the boys' golf coach, and we talked about um, we talked a little bit about the mental aspect of the game, and uh, you know his team is young, and and so that's kind of he's done a lot of work there with his team. Um, talk about that with your team. Where where is that at? Well, you know what's what what in our development uh, is it similar? Is it different? What are we doing? Well, it's definitely uh, a challenge because uh, I guess one they're young. And um, I hope I don't get in trouble. The young ladies, you know, tend to, you know, want to go out and right away, uh, you know, think they're going to be really great golfers. And, um, and that, you know, it's, it's knowing from the way I play myself that, it, you know, it's a game that you've got to just go out and play, you know, work on getting better. But, you know, you've got to realize sometimes it takes uh, that hard work of out there practicing, finding the time to do that. And um, so we've we've struggled with that a little bit, especially the fact that you know again we're we're running into problem getting practices in. Um, you know sometimes they're going to have to learn to go out there and go to the the driving range on their own, or, you know go over to the area that have, where they can chip and practice on chipping and, and getting down in one or two on their putts, and then also just going to the putting green. Uh, Coach Priest is a really good golfer. We've talked this a lot about. You can really low that score if you can get down in one or two on the putts because um, that makes a big difference in that final tally in, in golf. And uh, sometimes it's hard to convince them that. You know, they're, they're young ladies. They, they like to talk about what's going on at school and stuff. So we occasionally have to, um, you know, stay on there. Refocus, and, yes, right? That's right. Um, and also, you know, I failed to mention, um, you know, we're kind of sharing coaching duties um, with a, 
Jordan Walker, um, who's actually going to help Brittany Hardy, our basketball girls basketball coach. And uh, he's a younger guy. He's a pretty good golfer in himself, and he's been trying to work with the young ladies, um, uh, helping them on some of their swings and also chipping and putting. And 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 they enjoy that part because you know they they see the difference when uh, he's shown them the right way. Um, and some of them definitely have improved on on the chipping. You know, we're still struggling with that putting because they they don't really realize that's really an important part of the game. Yeah, that short yeah. game, and the pros will tell you that uh, that the chipping and putting portion, the short game, is is really where that where a lot of the scoring is at. And I just want to correct Coach a little bit on one thing. He said I was a pretty good golfer. I play a lot of golf. I should be a way better as much as I play. You're but, a pro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Thank you, Joe. Thank I, know, you. I know what to say, you know, and I know I know what, what you should be thinking. I, I got all that. I know about grinding. I know, I know the mental aspect. I got all that. In fact, the reason I have that so well is because I have to practice that so much. Where they, each You're in the that, money. <laughs> Who are you trying to kid? So you're anyway, a great golfer. Uh, back to our golf team. I just need no, to make I, that one correction. You know, when you're talking, when you're coaching, and and all the other coaches are there. Obviously, you're help showing them how to swing and hit the ball. There's got to be some geometry in here because ah. you got to hit the ball a certain way. Otherwise, you're slicing or hooking. Oh, definitely, and um, that's that's why we try to get out of the driving range. Um, you know, because. Uh, Probably usually should be out there, you know, anywhere from 30 minutes to 45 minutes, you know, and then, uh, you know, almost uh, as much as you possibly can, not, you know, not just once a week. And, um, you know, you know, Mr. Carey especially, he likes to get the boys out there. And I think sometimes, too, when the girls are out there with the boys, um, you know, they're picking up stuff from him, too. He's got his little devices, you know, the little stick. I don't, I think Mr. Priest can tell, uh, I guess it's to help them keep their swing uh, straight and, uh, and, and so they can see if they're, they're actually, you know, over coming outside in or reverse, you know. And what do you mean a stick? Well, they, you beat them? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, yeah. well, you could <laughs> use it that, for that, exactly. but you might find yourself... Exactly, we better watch it, though, but uh, you know, Mr. Priest could tell <laughs> you. Lay, they lay it on yeah. the ground, yeah. and, right. and actually you can use two if you want to use two it, within the path of your of your club, and it, it, it like Coach said, it helps to see your swing if, if you're going inside out or if you're coming outside in. It just keeps you on the right plane, helps keep you on the right plane. So and you got to have that follow-through. Folks, folks use that. And, and, I, and really the geometry part that you were talking about, and Coach will tell you this, is that the game, is because it's like I'm starting here in this little spot with this little ball, and I'm trying to hit it 200 yards away, well, as if, if you're off just a little bit, and as that leaves on that trajectory off a little bit, the further it gets away from you, the further it's off of center. Yes. And, that, and that's why when you, watch, when you watch the pros play, they don't put every shot right next to the hole, and the announcer still thinks it's a really great shot when they put it within 8, 10 feet of the hole mm-hmm. because it is a great shot when they do that. Uh, and, and so when one of us does that, it's almost, it's almost like you should have bought a lottery ticket. Because you were able to do that, you know what I'm saying. So well, it's was, that precise, and it's and it's that tough to do. What I was kind of referring to is when you're hitting the ball, similar to billiards, you have you know your English, you know you hit the ball a certain way, and it's going to go. That's right. That's what you want. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah. and and that that was the yeah. type of geometry I was. No, and that's as far as hitting no, the that's ball. true as well, and that's what as coach was re- referring to the like if you had an in, inside out swing or if you're coming across the ball, it's going to create a spin on the ball that's going right. to you know 
create you a problem unless that's what you're trying to do. And I think uh, in the pro game, it's probably Bubba Watson is the one that can make a ball do whatever he wants it to do, uh, whether to go left to right or right to left. Give it a backspin. Whatever he wants it to do. He probably maneuvers the ball more than anybody does on tour. Uh, and, and he knows how to do that, and, it, and for the most part, every once in a while, he'll even get crossed up on it. Um, but it'll do what it want, what he wants it to do. Uh, so, but when you when you're hoping to hit a ball straight, and you come across it, and it it's going left to right, that, that then that's a problem, obviously. Or two so, feet in front of you. Or two feet in front. Yeah, that's a whole different issue, though. But. <laughs> yeah, you're just trying to get the girls to you know use the different clubs so right. that in situations in the game. They'll get comfortable with a particular club on the distance that they're from the hole. And, you know, again, you know, they're not going to have the technique that the pros have. Right now we're just trying to keep them on the fairway, keep them out of the bunkers, you know, and then hopefully that they land. Now, our, our, our girls are, correct me if I'm wrong, pretty much in the same boat as our boys. I know that we play against some of these folks that the girls have been playing since they were 8, 9, 10 years old. Uh, they have their own coaches. Uh Whereas I know with the boys, a lot of those guys may have played a little bit when they were younger, but for the most part, they're just really now getting into it as they get in high school. Is that our same situation? Yeah, especially there, right now here at Apopka. And, and again, you know, for instance, like Leia, the the freshman, you know, she's she's been playing you know a little bit younger than most of the other girls when they started. I think Jawan, uh, the senior, is lucky because her dad was a pro golfer. Uh, I don't know quite the level, but you can, you know, he's been out there before. He, they have a son that's on Don's team. He's a freshman, and you can see the difference because they they've been around golf a little bit longer. They understand the situations, you know, what probably is the best club to use in, right. in whatever situation they're laying on the course. But um, it does make a difference, and hopefully we'll get to that point. You know, there was a school there that there wasn't a player that shot over eighty that won the Metro, and you know. You can see the players they had. You can tell they had a background in golf since they were, you know, probably about five or six, you know. And hopefully we'll start getting the players coming in, especially with, uh, you know, Errol being right here in Apopka. And, again, there's supposed to be a young lady coming in that's been playing golf for a long time. Uh, hopefully she makes it here. Yeah, she's we'll going to be a freshman next year, right? Yes, correct. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so it's coming. I mean, uh, our coaches have to work pretty hard at it. Um, but we, you can see, though, the, the kids that we have had that have been like our freshmen now that are our one, two, or wherever, when they first come in, our kids that have had that experience when they were younger. And, and so that's what we're kind of up against, uh, not making excuses because our coaches wouldn't do that. Uh, we just have to work a little bit harder at it. And, and uh, you know, catch up is really kind of what right. we're doing, which is not impossible to do, uh, but it makes it tough. It's a, it's a game that you don't. It's a game that is never mastered. I mean, even the pros don't master that game. Uh, they do well at it. Just ask uh, Tiger Woods. Yeah, I mean, they do well at it. But the truth of the matter is, uh, they have days too that they can't figure it out. Right. You know, and they also they change swings and they do. It's just a game that's never mastered. Uh, some have just played it better for longer than others that become famous like our you know Arnold Palmers and Jack Nicholas's and Tigers so yeah tough well, game well obviously the blue daughters will always be contenders in one way or another whether it's golf soccer which He's going to be starting not Correct. too yeah. Yeah. Far future. Yep. Yeah, we're not yeah, I told too far Fred, away. I just want to get a little yep. uh, information out there because um, soccer for girls starts October the 10th. <laughs> That's I in know. two weeks. Tell me right. about it. And the boys follow up on October 17th. So, 
any young lady that's out there, uh, parents, you know, they need to get a hold of me for the girls or Coach Kasabi for the boys. Uh, we're on campus, so it's not that hard to find us if they'll ask, and we'll get them ready for uh, uh, soccer as we're winding down club here. I mean club, uh, excuse me, golf. <laughs> I apologize about that. Well, use, that's a, right. use yeah. a club. Yeah, yeah use yes, a club. Exactly right. yeah. That's what I was thinking. Sometimes yeah. you're yeah. at a club. Yeah. 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 Right. So there's, there's a lot of Oh, you're all helping you me out here. Use a club, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. That's yeah. it. Got, Some of them need to be clubbed. Like but that's Darlington the truth. <laughs> uh, Coach Darlington's driving up, so that'll help us get out of uh, this club and we're gonna club take scene. A, And we're going to take a break. We're going to come back with Coach D. Thank you so much, Doug Matthews. My pleasure. Looking forward to a great season of girls golf. And, you know, go Blue Darters. We'll be back with more from Apopka High School. You're listening to Blue Darter Sports Central on your hometown station, 1520 WBZW. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central, live from the campus of Apopka High School. We're in the cafeteria. Right now there's a lull in the eating action here. There is. That's good. But there's no lull in the content of this program because joining us now is football coach Rick Darlington. Coach, how you doing? Good, hey. thanks. How are you? So far, so good. So, Coach, we, we came off of um, a big emotional um, win over Dr. Phillips, obviously, going to the university game. Talk about the, the dynamics of, of that. What, you know, what, the, what does that do to us? What does that do to our team in preparation, that kind of thing? Well, you know, it could have been a letdown type situation, but I think we handled it pretty well. And so, uh, you know, they, they weren't very good. And uh, they didn't, didn't help themselves by the type of offense they tried to run and and uh, not punting on fourth down. And they did some things like Edgewater that kind of didn't help them. And right. We tried to avoid the running clock. You know, when we missed the extra point in the first half, made it 34 instead of 35, I was kind of happy thinking, <laughs> okay, great. We can play. Yeah, we can play. Because when you get that running clock going, you're going to get so, two possessions and that's going to be it. And so – I really do not like the running clock rule. I never have. I think it should be a thing. Well, you know, when you're up by 35, a coach, any coach is going to sub all their kids in. And when that running clock gets going, you don't get to play all your kids, your backups. I mean, if, if we didn't have a running clock, we could get in maybe four series, you know, because those guys deserve to play too. So it's kind of like, you know, the reward of, 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 of getting a lead on someone and playing your young kids, your backups, they don't get as much time as I'd like them to get. So Yeah, and the other thing that I, I don't know how you feel about this, but the other thing that bothered me about that was, and I've been on both sides of that, obviously, when you coach long enough, you end up there. But the thing that bothered me was when I would put in my, my younger kids against somebody, that they wouldn't turn and do the same thing because the game's over. Right. And so and so they would keep their older kids in there to beat up on my younger kids, and that always bothered me. And, yeah, that's kind of know, silly. Yeah. <laughs> they do. Well, I would teach, what I would do is try to teach them that that's the wrong thing to do, and I would put my ones back in. If we're going to play ones, I can do that, but that didn't turn out too good for you to begin with. <laughs> so let's get our young kids in and let them play. You know, that bothered me. I don't know how you feel about that, but it was just. Definitely, I agree. Yeah. So that bothered me. So university, I, I know that was a, a struggle. Let's talk about that dynamic a little bit because we've talked maybe a little bit about it here on the show. But, you know, we've got a few of those on the on the schedule. Yeah, but what when do we, we do? scheduled them, we didn't have No, that was uh, you're right. You know, yeah. two years ago we made this schedule, and there were three team, four teams that would have volunteered to play us. There was West Orange, 
there was a Coey, Deland, and Edgewater. And Edgewater was pulling teeth. We had to fight for it. Absolutely. Their coach wanted to play. Their AD didn't. We had to fight. So we got four teams voluntarily that would play us. I, and let me add Olympia, and we had made a deal with Olympia to come to us twice. That's how we got Olympia. But we're not going to – I'm going to discuss that in a second. Okay. And so – Two other teams were assigned by the state in our district. That was Wakaiva and Evans, who would not have played us. Now, in March, we had four games, six games. We needed four games. And the county had to step in because they say they're the Metro Conference, and they made four teams play us. That was Dr. Phillips, Oak Ridge, University, and Olympia. And like Fred said, Olympia, we had to pay them to come twice. So we could hardly get a schedule. But when we scheduled those teams, Edgewater was coming off a playoff berth. Okay. Olympia was good. Oak Ridge was like 9-2, and two, playoff team. Okay, So the teams that we scheduled, University was better. They were coming off a couple playoff, you know, playoff uh, years. So the teams that we scheduled were good teams that now have turned bad. And so that's the thing that scares you about this whole new FHSA playoff format. You make a schedule, hopefully a strong schedule, to get you in if you don't win the district. Well, all of a sudden, you schedule a team, and they go bad on you, and it hurts you. So we didn't go out there and schedule three, four bad teams. We scheduled what we thought were good teams, and they became bad. Not our fault, but I think that we haven't played the competition that we need to. I think practice is much tougher than the games, except for the DP game. You know, the way we practice best on best and do things and practice has been a lot harder than the games and so hopefully that helps us but we need to play some better teams getting ready for the playoffs and that's just not going to happen uh you know with our situation until we, we get into the playoffs well and that's yeah and i think that's what coach is talking about you want to kind of do that before you get there but uh, <coughs> and even the first two rounds could be more the same uh as scarily as it is no, i don't know yeah. about all that yeah. you know i know that west orange will play their best game of the season tonight and they have the confidence that they can beat us they have the hunger factor this is their season down the road wakaiva looks like they're having their best season ever so that's two teams right there. If we were to lose those two teams, goodbye 16-year playoff streak. Right. So we've got at least two big games out there still to go, and one of them's tonight. Talk about let's talk about them right now. Their situation. I think it's pretty well known. They've had a rough time of it this far. Thus far, but I know they have a good quarterback. Uh, you know, they have some good folks still. So talk about them a little bit and what we're expecting to see. Well, they're well coached and they're talented, and they have a quarterback committed to UCLA. Uh, so, you know, he must be a pretty good thrower. And, you know, like I said, they, they've beaten us the last three of the last four times we've played, so they've kind of got that, you know, we can beat these guys deal, which most teams don't have with us. Right, right. So I think a lot of the mental intangibles go to them. But, uh, you know, they lost a lot of guys to graduation. They haven't had the move-ins this year they've had in the past. So we kind of play with the guys that grew up and play here, and those are the guys we're going to go with. But the guys that actually beat the Blue Daughters last season are gone. This is this is a different team. It's a different team. There's a few guys that are left, but you know that, like Coach said, it, they do have that mental aspect uh, with them. Let's talk about let's talk about us. You know, how are we physically? What are we looking at? You know, well, our only major injury is uh, uh, Julian Miller broke his fibula two weeks ago against DP, so he's out. He had surgery on Thursday, and it went well. We're hoping to get him back for the playoffs. It was very much like Ben Bascom in 2014. Was it 14? Yeah, 14. Yeah. 
And so um, hopefully we'll get Julian back, you know, his starting offensive lineman. But aside from that, you know, I think we're pretty much healthy and ready to go. So a good week of practice? I mean, yeah, it's in been between good. storms? <laughs> yeah, you know, it, you know, Monday, I, I think we, we – uh, did we go out late or come in early or whatever? Monday and Tuesday we had lightning issues. Uh, Wednesday we, we were able to get out there. We thought we were going to have lightning issues. We didn't. Had a really good practice, one of our best of the year probably. And then Thursday, again, we thought we saw rain coming, went in the gym – and it was sunny the whole time we were in the gym. Wow. So you just never know. Right. But Thursday we can get by with being in the gym. Yeah. Well, Coach, um, I think with um, – with it's, it's been funny. And I, we got just a little quick minute here. But th- what I've noticed is, is we've hardly got a chance to run some offense sometimes in our games. It's been really weird. I mean – what, what one of our games we we had twenty one points and we'd only run two plays or whatever it was. Yeah, we only had twenty seven plays last game. Yeah, the last that, that was, yeah. and so I know some people out there. Well, Massey's not touching the ball or what? Yeah. And it's like, you yeah. know, we, we spread the ball around anyway, but right. it's hard to spread a ball around when you're when only you, running twenty seven. When you plays. look at our statistics, they're the lowest that they've ever been in my time here by far not even close right but we're scoring 50 points a right. game right <laughs> so but when you're dealing with running clocks and turnovers and all the different things go special teams touchdowns but statistics are for not winners not winners that's right so we're not going to worry about them coach Thanks, thank coach. you so much for being here on blue darter sports central see you tonight listen to the ball game right here at 1520 wbzw we'll see you this evening It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.